Hello, beautiful. And what I'd like to know is, what's good in your life today? I'm Kia, and this is a very special episode of the Female Veterans Podcast. I'm live, and I'm live to bring some information to my female veteran sisters that can really help them, as always, which is my mission. And this evening, I have someone really special with me, and she's doing something really beautiful for the community. And I wanted to share it, so I didn't want to wait. I wanted to come live with her and have her explain to you what is going on this weekend and how you can get involved. So I have with me Lola. Lola, tell us what you do for female veterans and how you got involved with it. So I facilitate and write and publish about our community, about veteran women and our experiences. And since 2015, I've been facilitating Veteran Women's Indigenous Healing Circle that has taken us, you know, from Hawaii to Seattle to Taos, New Mexico to Ojai, California, and uh, hopefully Puerto Rico soon. We'll see. Uh, but it's an incredible group of women that come together to witness each other and to do community healing. And, you know, I'm very honored that I'm able to do that. And in conjunction, I've gotten the opportunity to facilitate um, with other organizations, including Miltree and the uh, group that we're going to be getting together for this weekend is a female veterans grief retreat. You know, uh, grief is... I would say a constant in our life, um, but we tend to think that it isn't, or we hide the grief, or we're shamed to be in grief. And this is an opportunity for us to come together in a circle via Zoom to be able to to talk about certain kinds of grief, you know, um, and pay attention to a particular kind of grief that is, you know, right here in our center at the moment, because of course it moves from one grief to the other via disappointment of, you know, where we work or the grief of losing a parent or a partner or worse, or our experiences in the military and the grief that we had being there, be it moral injuries that we experienced while in the military or, you know, military traumas that we experienced as well. And so just talking about those griefs, I think is, and the research shows it is really an essential component of trying to find balance with our mind, body, and spirit. And so with Carolyn Hartness, Deb Guerrero, and myself, we have crafted a retreat of three days, three hours each, on February 9th from 4 to 7, Saturday from 10 to 1, and Sunday from 10 to 1. Um, yeah, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, but, you know, we're hoping uh, you can always record those commercials to watch <laughs> later. Um, of just being there and, and witnessing. And if you're wanting to share, you can. And if you just want to support others that are there, you can as well. And one of the things that we really were uh, 
kind of thought was just this great thing was talking about how grief can be healed through humor. So we're incorporating humor, you know, and encouraging the the women that come to bring humor that they can share with the other women because you know, as an indigenous native person myself, the Chickasaw and Chicana, trust me, Indian humor has kept us alive. You know, that's how we survive. You know, when people start criticizing immigrant issues, you know, it's kind of, you know, uh, one of those things that we need to look at our history as Americans to really see how, uh, you know, sometimes how contradictory the the discourses can be within our own communities and within rhetoric of politics. But um, for the sake of, of this event, uh, we're, we're going to be bringing in humor and hopefully teaching some, some skills, some tool, you know, a part of your toolkit of what are some of the things that you can do in this time of grief. And maybe sometimes it's sharing things you haven't in, in the past, you know, it's, it's a confidential space and, we create, um, we share how to build an altar, what the importance of an altar is, what can be the purpose of it for yourself. It could create a, a safe and sacred space in your home where you can go and you can release a lot of that grief. And then in the process of those three, you know, really deep days, you build community and you're able to stay in touch or, or or continue to participate in these kind of groups. And so we have people from our last retreat come on to this retreat, and hopefully it'll continue to build into a community. And it's interweaving with all the other work that we do because it just is. There's no way that you can have people over here creating the circle and not have that conversation with people over here creating a different circle. And understand that ultimately it's about creating, you know, a community of care and love and compassion. You know, some of the some some of those necessary emotions, right? That are often yeah. we're I don't want to say trained out of us, but you you know you you you're told to function in a particular way around particular people in an institution and environment that's high intensity, and it's all about the mission. You know, and then once the mission is done, sometimes you take care of the people, but sometimes you don't. And so as a community, as a society, we're well aware of the issues surrounding veterans when they come home. And sometimes the inability or the lack of resources or the lack of understanding to try to reach those communities that are not necessarily really inclined to participate in a place like the VA mm-hmm. or a vet center or be around men for that matter, you know, and they want to be around women and feel safe around women. And so we provide a space for that. And the conversations that I've witnessed, that I've been a part of, that I've shared have really, I know for myself, have really liberated a lot of the heaviness that I had. And I had been out of the military I mean, I've been out of the military 25 years. You know, oh my gosh, close. we must have got out around the same time. Yeah. So, and I mean, and we still talk about it, right? I mean, yeah. that's how much of an impact being in the military can have. 
I mean, it's um, a huge, it's, it's a huge chunk of your life and mm-hmm. then it's intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's so intense. It, yeah. yeah, almost definitely. And it reorganizes your life and your way mm-hmm. of being and understanding even your language. You know, I'm like, okay. And your humor. Like, yeah. My daughter asks, so what time are we getting up? I'm like zero six. And she's like, <laughs> What does that even mean, mom? (laughs) You know, and so it's 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 interesting because you just have it in you, you know, and 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 I mean, it didn't help that my husband retired from the military, so we were very much a part of the military culture for a quarter of a century. You know, that's that's quite a bit of a time. That's that my children's. That's all they knew, and so even the grief of not growing up with their cousins, you know, not understanding what their father did, not even knowing that I had been in the military until my oldest was a teenager when she found wow, out. I was really? I didn't, I didn't talk about it. I just didn't. I wanted very much to put that part of my life behind me and it would just show up in these you know, in these very particular ways, like zero six hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like it sneaks out, <laughs> sneaks out. You know, and so, um, mm-hmm. and what I have found in doing this work is that we have a shared commonality, a camaraderie that is very particular to us, including even I would say the not necessarily getting along with other women. You know the. Mm-hmm. The the, the the participating in the misogyny within our own military structure and therefore the inability. Because if you're the one in a hundred, you're the only woman, you end up representing all women. Mm-hmm. And if another woman comes and she doesn't perform, then obviously you represent all that failure, right? And, and, it, and so it's just unfortunate that that's the discourse that happens in the military. And we try to dismantle that a little bit at the time in these circles where we can say to each other, I don't want to know your rank. I don't want to know your history. We're not talking shop here. We're talking about building community. We're talking about trying to bring balance back to our mind, body, spirit, trying to use indigenous methodologies, you know, indigenous, the indigenous ways of being which have worked for our ancestors to survive. And they had these incredible ceremonies. And part of those ceremonies included being in circle and sitting together in circle and revealing those things that are hidden so that that way there's transparency and there's a way that we can collectively come together and figure out a way to mourn, to grieve, to laugh, to find joy to find solutions, you know, we have to kind of untease everything that kind of we have put away for 10, 20, 30 years. And it's been in a closet somewhere or in the attic or just away from from really being addressed. And it does inform how we behave in the world subconsciously or consciously. And so this is a way to kind of tease that apart and, 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 and kind of pull, pull at it and just kind of try to find ways where we can even address a little bit of it 
this isn't, uh, I mean, it could, but it's not necessarily something that's going to fix everything. But the practice of the beginning, the practice of doing it once, doing it twice. And like I mentioned at the beginning, grief is constant in our society. It's all around us. It's just inherently a part of everything. And so much like happiness, much like, you know, other experiences. But for some reason, we've been made to feel ashamed of it, or we don't talk about it, or we're given like a day or two days to grieve or bereavement if one of our, like our parent dies or, you know, and so it's just kind of a, just kind of like be quiet, don't talk about it and let's move on. And Mm -hmm. so when you suppress that, it can be really detrimental to your health and to your body. and, And so, yeah. So this is what this, this weekend is going to be about, and we have a group, good group of women. But, you know, one of the reasons that I did want to come here with you was to open it up. If the women that are going to be able to watch this or the people that are watching this who have veteran women in their life um, can hopefully reach, reach out to, to you or to me, or you can give them my email, my contact information, because we do have events often, uh, I don't know if events is a correct word, circles, you know, where we come together and we just take care of each other, you know, and, and we're choosing to do that. And they're more than, more than welcome to participate with us. And oh, I think that's, you know, and it took me a long time. So I, I can imagine that it'll take, you know, it can take a little bit, you know, because you don't trust. And sometimes you, to be in a circle or to come into a place not knowing is, can be scary. And kind Definitely. of like, who's going to be there? What that's, what is that going to look like? I don't want to talk about my military. That's not necessarily what you need to Nobody's going to pressure you to not talk about what you don't want to talk about. You don't have to disclose. No. And judgment is suspended. You know, confidentiality is key. Respect for each other. Honoring vulnerability. Honoring the tears as sacred medicine. Because that's our body doing the work of healing us you know i like i want to cry now thinking about (laughs) but that's that's the sacred water you know that's the most sacred is the tears that we were able to you know to share with each other and we live in a society it's like just wipe your tears just put it away you know if there's not a metaphor i mean that is a heck of a metaphor of putting away grief right it's don't Mm -hmm. cry you know, straighten yeah, up. Suck it up. Like suck they told us in the military, yeah, right? Most suck, of it us. suck it up. Suck it you know? up. <laughs> and in mm-hmm. this place, if you cry, it's almost like a welcomed experience because that means that you're feeling safe enough to be vulnerable. Yeah. And these spaces have to be safe. And so um, to the best of our ability, we've been able to create safe spaces where women are able to do that and can come to these groups. And because I know for myself, I know, <laughs> you know, um, I, I wish we had the capability of Zoom and, 
you know, all this new technology, 10, 15. For sure. So that I would have been able to at least process some of that, some of that experience that I had. And unfortunately, it wasn't there. So now that we do have the technology and now that we have these kind of avenues, um, it's like, hey, we need to be resourceful. What what methods, what can we use to be able to reach out, especially to women that don't want to leave their home? that don't want to be outside, that don't want to be interacting and can close their computer and not have to do the long goodbyes. <laughs> they yeah. can do that as well and, and participate in, in whatever capacity they want. And I think that's what's the most beautiful is that we're creating a container, a space where women can, can share or not share, be present to whatever they would like to be present for, you know? And so I think that that creates definitely a safe space for the women. Yeah. And I've seen that work in retreats very often. And in some cases, there's some breakthroughs where somebody's speaking and it resonates with somebody else. And then it brings up another memory that they had suppressed for a really long time. And so it's those little you know, a little bit by little bit of doing that work. And it's, and it's life work, you know, it's work that you might end up doing the rest of your life and, and that's okay. You know, that's, we breathe. Okay. We have to, we have to to take our time and it has to take its process. And I just love that you guys have created this safe space where female veterans can come to commune, to learn Mm -hmm. indigenous healing, and to be in this space of safety and security and learning and sharing and just being able to really like the retreat is called transmuting the mantle of grief, like mm-hmm. truly transmuting that grief. And there is so much to be grieving, it, let alone our, what happened in the military, just the state of the world right yeah. now. And mm-hmm. it's a great time to have a space to have that support system. And this is happening this weekend. Mm -hmm. And all the information, you can email gunseek53 at Mm yahoo.com for more information, to get enrolled, to ask questions, you know, to learn more about the program. Um, How many of these have you guys done? I know there was one last year. I put it on my Instagram. I'll put this on my Instagram too. But Uh, I think this will be the second or third one that we've done. Carolyn... Debbie and I that mm-hmm. we've done on this, but um, hopefully they'll continue, you know, and, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully we'll build community and we'll be able to, no matter if you're in Michigan or New York or Florida or wherever you are in that. the world. I mean, mm-hmm. I was stationed, you know, we were out in Japan and in Italy and man, could I have used a circle, you know, yeah. and sometimes you're out there alone. <laughs> so, um, so this is this is at least for me it has been something that has given my life purpose which is to witness other women and to be present there as they tell their story and to validate their story and to sit with them as they do the work that they need to do for themselves and really that's honorable work you know, to be able to do that. And it's really humbling to be able to do that as well. But yeah, I mean, we will be, uh, like I said, I do the veteran women's indigenous healing circle 
um, every year around September. And we travel to different locations and some of the women just follow us to those different locations. And, uh, and so we'll be doing that as well this coming year. And hopefully we'll have more of these to reach veterans that are in rural communities or, like I said, overseas. You know? yeah. um, and here at home, you could be next door. And if you just don't want to be around people, but you want to be, you know, in your pajamas and at home and, and doing some of this work, I think is, you know, hopefully this can be a, a, a vehicle for that to happen. I hope so too, because I think it's really necessary. One of the things that I do like to talk about on the podcast all the time is community. And it is Mm -hmm. the advice that I've given to veterans well before I started the podcast and, Mm -hmm. and since it's that sense of community and belonging and being with other female veterans is so deeply healing of sharing your story. And I'm told that time and time again by guests Mm -hmm. on the female veterans podcast that coming on the podcast has helped them in some way heal just by sharing, just by getting that story out. And so imagine, you know, being able to do that in a room full of women who are also sharing, who are Mm -hmm. also healing with you. It's just Mm -hmm. I can imagine the energy and just like that, the, the magic in the space must be so incredible. And by the end of these three days, you have transmuted a lot of grief and you've transformed in some way and healed in a lot of others. I think it's beautiful work that you're doing and that's why I couldn't help but support it. So I want to thank you so much. (laughs) Well, the pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing some time with me to share about this and get the word out. I'm definitely going to share on my social media accounts as well. And I just hope, with as always, that the Female Veterans Podcast, and especially this quick little episode, lands in the laps of the people who really need it. It finds who needs yeah. it. And we can continue the work of helping female veterans and to Mm -hmm. help them heal and to transmute that grief and just have a richer, fuller, better, happier life experience because of it. Yeah, most definitely. And I don't know if I'm a helper necessarily, but I know that I'll facilitate and I'll sit there with you and I'll, you know, and uh, I'll keep you company. And I think that's what this is. It's about keeping each other company and kind of witnessing each other. And I think that there's nothing more valuable than sharing your time with others. And that's the most valuable thing. You don't get that back, right? And so choosing intentionally to spend time with other veteran women is something that is needed. And I'm grateful to Carolyn and Deb for supporting me as a veteran in doing this work as elders, you know, and um, and to all the other veteran women that have helped each other because it really is about community work. And so I'm really grateful for that. Thank you, Kiara. Just, I, you know, the work that you do is just incredible. And so I'm, I'm really honored that, that, I mean, this is some pretty incredible, you know, at least it gives my life purpose yes. in a way that is, unexplainable and unimaginable. And so I'm just grateful for that opportunity to do that. Well, I mean, I get it. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, it's just to be able to support your veteran sisters is truly extraordinary. 
And I am so grateful for everyone who supports this podcast and gives me the space to do what I love to do, which is talk to female veterans and share their stories and their experiences so that the world knows that we're here because the prevailing perception is that veterans still in 2024 are men. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so yeah. I still, you know, have people thinking, you know, my ex husband or the guy I'm seeing is the veteran. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Me. So yeah. I will have to say that it's important work that we're, we're both doing. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you took the time to share about, you know, the, the grief circle and how you'll help women to work through that. And I think it's going to be a beautiful weekend. And I know that mm-hmm. you're going to be able to help a lot of people. I wish I could be there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, tra- I'm traveling. Otherwise, I would be. So uh, I just love what you're doing. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me today. Thank you so much. And, and if any of the women want to, you know, email that gunseek53 at yahoo.com. <laughs> that's right. Um, we'll be able to, you know, answer any questions they might have. Awesome. Well, I hope they do. And I'm sure you'll have a wonderful turnout as usual. And I hope that everybody that turns up there gets their maximum healing, and I'm sure they will. So I highly recommend it. I hope everybody goes and emails gunseek53 at yahoo.com. There will be other events. So even if you miss this one, just send an email and let them know you'd like to be on a wait list for the next event. And that way they can start organizing ahead of time. So everybody that wants to be involved and and, or have this kind of experience, don't hold back. Send an email, let them know, even if you can't make it to this weekend's event. So with that, we're going to wrap it up. Is there any final statements you want to say, Lola? I just, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to sit with you and laugh with you. Oh my goodness. Laugh and cry at the same time is like the best thing in the world. And I can't wait to do it. With, Such therapy. You know, yeah. I mean, talk about, you know, good medicine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, oh, I wish I could be there. But one of these days it's going to fall on a weekend when I can actually come to it. Yeah. <laughs> so- because I'm dying to transmute some grief. I've got some grief I'd like to transmute. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, I know it's going to be an incredible experience. And again, thank you so much. Thank you. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. So I want to say to everybody, thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. I appreciate you so much for all of your support. Um, Definitely check out the audio version of the podcast. Um, I'm new on YouTube. It's typically audio only, but I've just done a video. So maybe I'll do more of these. And um, well, I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.